This is the Kitzer of Sicha Aleph of Parshas B'Shalach and Chelek Tes Zion. The Rebbe here discusses the Mechilta, which is also quoted in Rashi, when the uh, Mitzrayim chased the Yidin, the Chol Rechav Mitzrayim, they had their cattle that was given to them to be able to use for the wagons to chase the Mitzrayim. From where do they have these animals? Is it their own? By Makis Dever, all the cattle died. Is it what was left over from Yidin? The Yidin took all the cattle with them. It was from those that were afraid of the Makis by Dever, they were afraid of the Abishter, and they brought the cattle inside their houses and they were saved. Even the best amongst Mitzrayim should be killed, and Toiv should be Nechashim Ritzayitz as Moichai. And the best among snakes smash its head. In Rashi it says, Kosher should be Mitzrayim. In the Mechilta it says, Toiv should be Goyim. Either way, the question over here is, how could Toiv say such a thing? How could Toiv say something, that every Goyim, the best amongst them, should be killed? And this is a very simple and basic question that even a child has, and especially when the child learns before what it says regarding Parai, Parai's behavior towards Avram, that he gave him money and he protected him, he sent him in order to protect him. And Parai gave Yaakov and his children to live in the best place in Mitzrayim and Eretz Gaishin. So we see that there were those that behaved towards Yidin in Teira, even before Parshas B'Shalach, in a very good way. And even regarding those, we're saying, How could this be? And Rashi doesn't add anything to explain this. Why not? And we find that this is a question that was asked throughout generations in debates that Yidin had with Goyim. And there was all kinds of interpretations that were given to explain this. But there were quotes a few of them. One of the Pshatim is that Kosher Shebe Mitzrim has to be read. Kosher Shebe Mitzrim. Even the best amongst Goyim will say Haroik. If there's a suspected murderer, even without making a proper investigation will say that he deserves to be killed. A totally different interpretation of this statement. And also that it was said, Bederach Guzme, doesn't mean it literally, or it was only said about Rav Shimon's time period when he lived and when Yidin were being persecuted then, but it's not said about all generations. So all of these Pshatim, says the Rebbe, cannot be what Rashi means. Rashi is written, Mikra, and Rashi is writes what he means, literally, Kipshutai, and there's no Hezbeh here in the words of Rashi Lechayra. How could this be that the Torah says, Kosha Shabimitzrim Haraik? If you look here in Rashi, so there's a few things that are unique about the way Rashi quotes, basically word for word for what, in what it says in the Mechilte. So Rashi shouldn't quote really for the Pshat and the Pasik, all of it. Rashi is only Negev for Pshat. So why does Rashi quote this in Indian of Haraik? If Rashi wants to explain from where they had the animals, so Rashi tell, should tell you, from the Yorid Var Hashem. If Rashi wants to tell you that they deserve a punishment for this, okay, but why Haroik? Why does Rashi have to quote this? L'chlal, when you look the way Rashi brings the uh, Nechoshim, so Rashi says, So what's the Chiddush of this? Doesn't it say in Pasik, Beferish, in Parshas Bereshis, Hu Yeshuv Haroish, that a person smashes the head of the snake? So what's Rashi? Why is Rashi adding this? This whole thing of Toshib and Choshim Retzaitzis Meichai is not Negea at all over here. And also, the Rebbe's Medayik, Rashi says, the Lashon of Mechilte, Retzaitzis Meichai, the brain, smash the brain of the snake. Why not Reish, like it says in the Lashon of the Pasik? So the point over here is, if you look in Mesech the Seifrim, there's another Gersavir 
that it's toiv shebegayim b'shas mulchama that in the time of a war, so then you can't discriminate between one and another, and you have to fight your enemy. There's no time to discriminate. That's the time when you say toiv shebegayim aray. But not we're not talking about in any other situation. Why doesn't Rashi quote it? the Mechilte in this way, that we're talking about Bishas Muhammad. And seemingly that's what this was over here, that the Goyim provided their cattle in order to go and chase the Yidin to fight them by the Yamsuf and the Yavish to fought back. There's a Muhammad here. And Bishas Muhammad, we say, but Rashi does not say Bishas Muhammad. Why not? The answer is because Rashi is following what we learned before in Trute Shomikra, that the fact that Pare chased the Yidin is not something that he deserves to be punished for. Because Vayechzak Hashem a slave pare, Vichizakti a slave pare. Pare's heart was hardened to go and fight the Eden. He didn't have the free choice of his own. The fact that pare chased the Eden and the fact that he then became punished and he was, uh, they all drowned in the Yamsuf, this is really all a continuation of punishing the Mitzrayim for the Shibud and the suffering that they brought upon Eden for the hundreds of years that the Eden were by them. It's not about the fact that they now were engaging Eden in Omochomah. It's the conclusion of the Makis, to fully punish them and fully annihilate them, as it says that they all drowned in the Yamsov and Lenisha Behem Adechot. That's what this is all about. So therefore, we can't say that this is Bishas Muhammad. The Pasuk over here is not talking about the fact that they deserve to be killed for the Muhammad. This, this Muhammad wasn't being done by their own free choice. So now Rashi has to explain to us if it was the fact that there was a Muhammad here and therefore they deserve to be killed. So we understand why you can't discriminate between one and another in a battle. But since it's not about the Muhammad, it's about the fact that, you, that they all are being punished for the suffering that they brought to Yidin. How could we put them all in the same category? Aren't they Yorid Varashem that don't deserve to be killed? As we see, they brought their cattle inside, so they're on a higher level. So how could they all be killed and all Ad Echad equally drowned in the Yamsuf? Therefore, Rashi has to bring here Mikan Hoyer Abshimenoimer to explain that no, true, the warrior Edvar Hashem, but regarding their hatred they had to Yidin, they all had a very deep hatred to Yidin similar to a snake. And in that sense, they were all the same. And therefore, all of them deserve to be killed. The Yod Edvar Hashem were not killed because they contributed their animals to the wagons that went. They got killed because the fact that they contributed their wagons was an indication of their deep hatred that they had. That's why Rashi is quoting this here. So when Rashi brings this over here, we learn this out from the, uh, from the fact that they drowned in the Yamsov. All the other Makis, so all the Mitzrim were included in that, even the Yoret Varashem, but that wasn't the ultimate punishment. It's, not, it's possible that there were various degrees of hatred that you deserve the punishment of the other Makis. But the fact that all Mitzrim got this ultimate punishment of being killed in the Yamsov, this is the proof, Mikan, that all Mitzrim had this very deep hatred and therefore they all were killed in the Yamsov. So when Rashi says this, we understand that Rashi is only saying this as a pshat in the Pasik here regarding the Mitzrim in that generation. This does not apply in any other time. It's an explanation of why all Mitzrim drowned in the Yamsov. The relevance for future generations, Rabshim said, Mikan the relevance for other times is regarding a nachash, that by a nachash it's a smaychai. And if there's any guy that creates a pattern of a behavior that's similar to a nachash, like it was in Rashi's generation, so then the same thing applies. And that's why Rashi brings the next statement of the same applies to a snake as well. But there's something unique that we learn out from a snake, that by a snake we see that the thing that's, that's evil about the snake is the Armumius, Anochashaya Adam. He was very clever in the way he brought Chava to sin, Chetet Sadas. 
And it's similar that we find by the Mitzrayim, the cleverness that they had, the Havanas Chakmulai, they planned and the schemes to fight and annihilate the Eden and bring suffering upon the Eden. That was a unique hatred and the unique way it was expressed after by the Mitzrayim that's similar to a snake. And therefore we say all Mitzrayim had that same deep hatred and therefore they were all killed in the Yamsu. That's Rashi's Hezbo. So Rashi's coming to say mikra regarding all Mitzrayim equally that were killed in the Yamsu. So we understand this is not relevant for any future generations. So therefore from this Rashi there's no question Bechlal. However, in all the generations when they had these debates with Goyim, they didn't use this answer because this is regarding Rashi. But in the way Rav Shimon is quoted in Mesech the Seifrim, there it's clear that it's talking about in all generations. And over there he says it in a general manner. And he brings over there even a third category regarding women as well. That Toiv Shebenoshim is a Balas Kshofim. So in the... In the uh, it's clear that he's talking about these three categories that don't necessarily have a connection to each other. And each one, he's talking about the nature of women, the nature of a snake, the nature of Goyim, that their very nature of Goyim is hatred and therefore you have to kill them. But in Rashi though, he's not talking about the nature of Goyim. He's talking about the Mitzrayim. And he brings the Toiv Shibin Choshem right afterwards to explain the Pshat of what happened by the Mitzrayim, that they were similar to a snake. And that only someone that's similar to, that has that hatred of Mitzrayim and has that pattern of a behavior like a nochosh, does this apply to? But otherwise it doesn't apply in other, all other generations. So from Rashi, there is no question. There's an interesting thing we can learn out from this regarding a halacha, that a snake could be killed without being taken to a bezdin. And according to the opinion of Rabbi Yechenen, even a snake that never killed anyone, never killed a human being, which Lakish disagrees with. But according to Rashi, we can say, Toif shebenachoshim. Even a snake that never killed anyone, it's a smaichai. And there's no judgment needed. Because we're comparing Taif Shibin Hashem to the Mitzrayim. The Mitzrayim, there was no judgment regarding every individual Mitzrayim. That we could learn out from this Rashi, this snake, of course, Chazal tell us that Nochash is the Yetzahara. Sometimes the Nochash comes with a Mayach, that it's a smaichai. And Rashi over here says, it's a smaichai, as we pointed out before, is because the snake is clever. He uses his Mayach. And similar, the Mitzrim said, Many times a snake comes to a Yid and says that, I'm a frumi Yitzhara, let's strike a deal, let's coexist, you'll learn Taira, but then you'll also indulge in your own Taivas and you'll listen to me. And really, he's just trying to get you into his control. You have to realize that this snake is out to get you. Don't make any peace with the snake. He hates you. And a similar thing is also when it comes to a person getting involved in his parnasa, where the Torah says us, it has to be yigiyah kapecha, only externally, with the palms of your hand. Your head, your pnimius, should be dedicated to the Eivishter, to Teda. So when the snake gets into your head, there the Tzaytah Knock him out of your head, leave your head secure and safe to learning Teda. That's the Hayrah that we learn from this. And from being Mekayim, all of this, in our Aveda now in the time of Golas, will be Zeichah to the transformation of the snake, the Gamoiv of Yashlamitai, which refers to the snake, Lost Love of Mashiach comes.